Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Welcome back, folks. Another week in isolation. Mm-hmm. Those of you who are following rules. <laughs> I am Hattie McDaniel. And I am Maxine Shaw, attorney at law. This is another episode of The Read, it courtesy is. of the everlasting sirens outside. <laughs> I actually came in, you know, that little office room that I have that's really storage instead. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Because okay. everything else is just too loud. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a similar room in my apartment. We're doing our best. Also, <laughs> right. Yeah. What the fuck do you want? I didn't make this goddamn disease. <laughs> Um, so back again, hope everyone is doing well, doing their best to maintain. I know that my mental health is slowly deteriorating. Oh, yeah. But, um... Hard time. Let's just try to, you know, keep things moving in our normal routine, laugh at things and people, and keep it fucking moving. All righty. Starting with some black excellence. So... This week, I'm giving the black excellence to a seven-year-old young man named Kavanaugh Bell. Kavanaugh is from Maryland. He is a first grader who's been using his savings from Christmases and from birthdays, which amounts to about $600, to create COVID care packs. And he's gifted 65 seniors with essential items uh, from food to bleach and other important things in the, you know, current crisis. Mm-hmm. He's also, according to becauseofthemweekend.com, donated uh, 31 meals to seniors from a local restaurant. He's fed more than 90 students and just felt it upon himself, um, inspired by his grandmother, to come up with these things, uh, not only just for seniors who may not be able to go out or deal with uh, grocery stores and things like that, um, but just all kinds of people who need help in these trying times. This young man gathered his own gifted money to help take care of the streets. So I salute you, 
young man yes, and amen. all that you're doing. Because not only would have grown ups kept that $600, <laughs> children, damn sure, would have kept that $600. <laughs> okay. You know me, too, to the candy store that is, bitch. Right. Like, that's really 2020 and beyond. Yes. In terms of, you know, adding up airheads and blow pops. So, <laughs> honestly, shout out to him. He also has a nonprofit called Cool and Dope. And it is an organization that he started to end bullying and youth suicide through political and social action by his 18th birthday. He's wow. again seven. Okay. So, with a plan. <laughs> You can go to coolanddope.com for more information on that. I think you can donate. You can also get information on how to help with their current relief efforts and things like that. So shout out to you, Kavanaugh, and to the adults in your life that have helped you be an amazing person right. and a great human being. <laughs> um, and just to piggyback off of that, shout out to Rihanna for being one of a few notable rich people who's actually using their money to help people. You know, there are loads of people in this country with millions and billions of dollars mm -hmm. that could be doing similar things like Rihanna. She made a $5 million donation to relief efforts. I heard that she was donating all kinds of things to healthcare workers and organizations and things like that. Meanwhile, some of the richest white people in this country are just... Oh, shit, don't do it. <laughs> asking us knuckles. to help. <laughs> Talking about crowdfund with me. Bitch, you're worth $800 million? Fuck you mean crowdfund with you? <laughs> what? Girl, I don't have it. Fuck is you talking about? Yeah, that was great. So, oh my shout God. out to all of you folks. Yes, and I also wanted to mention Dr. Kizmikia Corbett. Have you heard of this lady? No. She's a viral immunologist, and she is working with the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious I Diseases to develop this. a vaccine yes. for the virus. Yeah. I did hear about this. Yeah. So, a black woman is leading the charge to helpfully, you know, get us all out of this shit ASAP. She's been, obviously, doing this sort of thing for a while, and um, I think she even worked back in when, like, SARS it was going crazy, and she studied how, mm. like, proteins and something with cells and binding and science shit I don't get, but shout out to all the doctors and especially this one who is uh, doing great work to hopefully help these sorry ass motherfuckers <laughs> and us just everybody worldwide because it's desperately needed black women once again putting Saving down their pocketbook the and world. just getting the work done always yep. always I mean, thankless job mm -hmm. honestly yeah it truly is my word <laughs> truly is because people who could stay home are like actually fuck you and it's like Oh yeah, that's my read. I mean, touch do we want the doctors to die too, girl? Okay. Anyway. I mean <laughs> anyway, anyway. Hey y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. 
It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. So this week in our pop culture segment, Hot Tops, New Kids on the Cock. Um, <laughs> oh my God, no. It's that too sounds kind of bad. It's too early. It's like, right. I mean, well, they could, the, gay, the gays used to call one another kids. I don't think they still do that. But you know what I'm trying to say. Oh, anyway, yeah, well. it's fine. Um, so first up, I woke up today, um, the internet was all abuzz with, uh, talk of Drake and, uh, these photos he posted of his son, Adonis, who is now a little over two years old. He posted this very lengthy uh, spoken word. I don't know what this was. It was very <laughs> inspirational. And, oh, that and caption? <laughs> Yeah, joy and manifestation and control your surroundings and all kinds of stuff. For those of you who have your hearts open enough to receive positivity, that's for you. Um, (laughs) But the meat of the information here is that, yeah, we get to see what Adonis looks like. And Adonis looks like a very strong mixture, (laughs) to me anyway, Mm -hmm. of his daddy and his grandma. Yeah, right. he looks just like Sandy to me. <laughs> just a yeah. blonder, like blue gray eyes. I don't know, but yes, he looks like very his blue grandmammy. Eyes. Yes, if you ask me. I remember like that clip when um when Drake was on the shop that LeBron James HBO oh, yeah, thing, yeah, and he was talking about Pusha T and all that stuff. But he showed LeBron a picture of the baby on his phone at the time. We didn't get to see it. Right. But I remember him mentioning his, like, baby blue eyes, super blue eyes, something like that. And I remember thinking to myself, how? Like, uh, like I know how. Where do you get, where do you get them from? But, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure um, Aubrey's mom has blue eyes and super blonde hair. And the rest of them just kind of looks like King Harris. But Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, Adorable that's the thing child. about jeans. They do that. Jeans can lie recessive and then pop up in random kids. You, you see kids reach back two, three generations all the time. Absolutely. So, kids be coming out looking like their aunt, uncle, mm-hmm. grandma, granddaddy. like, And that's yes. a really fascinating thing. I saw a lot of stupid comments, but that's to be expected um, about his hair and eyes and who daddy he really, whose dad 
this you know child actually is or whatever and um, that's a stupid question (laughs) it really is you know i don't expect a lot of people to read but also like you know genetics are a fascinating thing (laughs) they are and you know you should get into that not just because you sound dumb but because it's actually really interesting it is and i don't Um, know what y'all thought the child of a white woman and a mixed man was gonna look like what did y'all think uh, that baby was gonna look like he's mostly white of course he looks like that (laughs) like i don't where's the shock i don't i just couldn't believe drake let us see him i was like are they all quarantining together Cause you know, niggas will go live I mean, with their baby mama. They will with these photos, um, and this inspirational um, daily bread ass caption. Mm-hmm. I figure that you know, Aubrey's in a moment where he's like, "Life's short. The girls are dying. I don't have to hide um, the yeah. world for my son anymore." <laughs> And so this is my young king. This is my Simba. Here he is. I love that Adonis in these like professional photos is so perplexed. Like the ones that are clearly taken on a phone and stuff like that. He's just living his life, being rich, having a good time. Right. And but like these professional ones, he's looking like we don't I've never done this before. (laughs) And you can get out my face with all them contraptions. Any minute now. Daddy, you know, somebody did I just watch Peppa Pig, so. <laughs> I was waiting on it. Let me ask it. you a question. I, I wasn't going to ask, but I was waiting on it. <laughs> of course. I just was trying to talk for. Me not understand, you know, like, we can't just watch my TV show. <laughs> Ross Club. All right. Me not understand. <sighs> like, I just think that he, you know. Yeah. He very much is, is, is like, what is this and why are we doing it? Mm-hmm. But. Adorable photos, uh, cute kid, love and blessings and health to everybody. Um, his mama also posted a very love and light astrological ass caption about <laughs> how happy everybody is in the family and some photoshopped picture of the three of them with blonde hair mm-hmm. or whatever. I saw that. Um, that was interesting to look at as well. But yeah, little Sandy looks happy and healthy and <laughs> good for them. <laughs> yeah, I know good niggas made them. jokes about it, but I never saw anything wrong with Drake not telling us about his child or not putting his kid on social media. I never saw an issue with that at all. It made sense to me from yeah. the very beginning. We're not entitled to know about same. these people's children. <laughs> At all. I expected that I would see Adonis when he was like in his teens and had his own phone and social media. And I would have not had a problem with that at all. Mm -hmm. Whatever the Instagram is of, you know, 10, 15 years from now, I figured that was when that young man would make his debut. And I wouldn't be shocked if we didn't get much else after this either. Because people are crazy. Look, fine with me. It's okay. The fact that they kept it under wraps for this long, like he's over a year old, right? Yeah, he's two. Oh shit! Yeah, I think he was born in 2017. Yeah, he'll be three in October. Oh my god! Oh, they did a great job. He already has his favorite programming, probably the juice that he prefers. Definitely, you know what I'm saying? He's been here. Words, sure, he has full conversations. Oh yes, in French and English. Oh, that's right. And so, Patois. The nigga so speaks listen, three languages. He speaks it all. And he's been around the world and back. Right. On Drake's private jet. His like own jet. Boeing 777. He's was. like a actual large plane. Yeah. 
that so, also looks like the sky. So I guess it's a camouflage plane. Whatever. Good. Congratulations, everybody. Okay. Happiness and health and things of that nature. Yes. Speaking of Jamaicans, Vibes Cartel got everybody in jail and trouble. Um, what? Vibes Cartel, huge dance hall artist. Yeah. Been in prison for a minute for murder. Yeah. Knew Life. that. Knew that part. <laughs> I think he's eligible for parole like after 35 years. Mm. So the doll's going to be locked up for a while, maybe forever. And um, apparently during these quarantines, somebody had him on a, a live stream for all of what seemed to be like four seconds. I don't even think his face shows, but you hear his little reggae singing voice. Child, they cleared the whole prison out. They raided everybody's cell. Everybody was like, look. Oh, God. (laughs) The answer's no. Um, So they said that they are issuing sanctions. Sanctions for Vibes Cartel and sanctions for every other motherfucker who was caught with contraband. (laughs) And um, these are the times they're going through. And it just feels like, you know... Out of all of the famous niggas locked up in the the time of the coronavirus, it's interesting that this is Vibes Cartel story because okay. uh, Takashi is desperately trying to get uh, released mm-hmm. early. Yeah, R. Kelly crying and talking about he want to get out early because the corona. And I'm like, girl, why don't we just let everybody out there? I mean, <laughs> honestly, I think a lot of people are pushing to let everybody out just because prisons are so gross and it's going to spread so much faster amongst that population. So I think there are people legitimately trying to do that. I don't know about the logistics of that, though, because, you know, right? it's murderers and rapists and shit locked up. And it's like, don't know that we want to just unleash all them niggas onto society either. But again, mm. there should be plans yeah. for things like this. There should. I understand this is unprecedented. I understand that there's a lot going on. It's overwhelming. But I just feel like there should have been sort of an idea on how to dance around some of this stuff or through it. But who am I? No one. Who fucking knows? No, I mean, it makes sense. Like, there should be, just like how we had a pandemic response team until Trump fired all of them. There should be, yeah, yeah, there should be things like that. Like, people should have thought about this. But, Mm. you know, they don't actually give a fuck about the people in prison. So, that's not going to happen. Hell, they don't give a fuck about the people outside of prison. Well, (sighs) that is a very fair and actual point. Yeah, good luck to everybody. Another thing that the girls are doing on social media to, I guess, get through their quarantine boredom, tuning into these celebrity R&B Instagram battles. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's very fun. <laughs> so there have been a few of these. I believe Swiss Beats Timbaland did one. One that was most talked about was Sean Garrett versus <sighs> The Dream. Lord. Um, I'll go ahead and say I haven't watched any of these. Oh, um, okay. Well, the Sean Garrett I've, one was a mess. I saw clips of it. Sean Garrett looked like a very expressive raspberry. Uh- a very expressive <laughs> high raspberry. High um, and drunk and every damn thing else. Like, sir, what are you why do you keep leaning into the camera like this? What are you doing? Are you sweating? What right are now? these? faces you're making yeah it was just a lot it was a lot 
but yeah, they are apparently going back and forth with some of their biggest records, biggest hits, and I guess allowing the streets to decide who is the better of the two. I don't know. I know they did like Jonte Austin and Neo, mm-hmm. I think it was yesterday. Yep. That was super fun. Now the girls are calling for every matchup you can think of. They want to see Babyface, Terry Lewis. They want to see Puffy versus Jermaine Dupree, Andy versus Opie, Maya Angelou versus Langston Hughes, <laughs> like Green Ranger versus White Ranger. Everybody want to see, like, so tally them up. I mean, we're not going anywhere, so you might as well just go ahead and log in, folks. But yeah, I don't care. Uh, but I also am a miserable hermit. So it's probably not. Mm great well to gauge the entertainment value based on my opinion alone if you haven't tuned in yet because i did check into twitter hours later and the app that i use it's not twitter itself but sometimes it gets like stuck on where it was the last time i looked on it mm-hmm. so whenever i opened it up it was stuck in wherever the fuck y'all were like as i guess <laughs> right as this neo versus whatchamacallit head thing i just started and that's all the entire time I was, I mean, everybody I follow was tuned into that and watching and having a good time and cheering for their fave and suggesting songs and yeah. things like that. So, you I know mean, what? If it's keeping you girls from leaping off your balcony, then I'm all for it. <laughs> exactly. Like that one was actually fun because Jonte Austin and Neo have written some incredible songs and they both have these like super stack catalogs. So that yeah. one was like a really fun back and forth. And plus they like have a mutual respect for each other. It wasn't like mm. mean and terrible. Like the one with dream and Sean Garrett was. Yeah. That so, one was different. Yeah. That one was different. This one was actually entertaining. And afterwards I was like, okay, bitch, like who got the playlist? Cause let's just, let's just keep this going. But like, so like I had fun with that, you know, however you can have fun on an app, but yeah. I I wasn't like super into the DJ sets. Like every DJ has been going live, which is great. And I know a lot of people are super into them and I have tuned in, but I didn't really mm. enjoy them. Like I did this back and forth with Neo and Jante. So I think I would rather see that like two artists being like, let's just see, you know, let's just have some fun, see whose music vibes with the people more as opposed to a DJ doing a whole set because a DJ doing a set makes me feel like, okay, why am I not at the club? Why am I not at a lounge? Why am I See, <laughs> in my living room by myself? I saw the D Nice one and um Brian Henry, aka DJ Behan, he did like a couple sets last week. And I just poured up the Casamigos, put on my headphones, and it definitely felt like I was at the club. But again, I'm a recluse and I hate everything. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe try for yourself before you make an assessment on what these things are worth. But again, I appreciate everybody who is pitching in, just trying to keep the girls, um, you know, entertained and and as comfortable as possible uh, being at home because doesn't look like we're going anywhere for a little minute. Especially Correct. if you live in New York. <laughs> Correct. So, oh, and I'm never going anywhere again. So, <laughs> I mean, now that I have this stuff, do. yeah, I got this mic and this Zoom and all this bullshit. I really don't have to leave the house no more. So, I mean, the reception of the audio quality last week was pretty good. Seems like everyone is okay with it so far. I haven't heard anything too bad. So. Yeah. 
Don't see why I ever need to leave my apartment. Studio has been officially canceled. Like, why not just keep this going? So, yeah, I mean, it's just something to do. It's something to take your mind off of the absolute terribleness, not just of the virus, but of our government's response to it, because that's making everything so much worse. And celebrities are bored, too. So why not go through right. my entire catalog <laughs> yes. and remind kids why I'm fantastic and famous and ever so wealthy? Mm-hmm. Um, also, on this list of things to discuss... Okay, so Chris Brown uh, oh, posted a video of a young woman who was very close on his property. I don't know if she was actually on his property itself, but close enough to converse with him for sure. And he shared that conversation on Instagram with the caption that reads, mental illness is real. She tried to sneak over the gate at my crib, but she saw my dog and he saw her. Um, Okay. So in this video... They're sort of yelling back and forth. And the girl asks him, (laughs) the girl asks him if he knows somebody named Larita several times. Wow. He responds, no. He called her crazy. And um, it was a whole lot of stuff that she yelled back at him. Two of my favorite things. A, shut the fuck up. You ain't fucking Trey songs. B, (laughs) she also yells, um... You know what? <laughs> I never liked you, even though you was my life partner. I never liked you. Oh, that okay. sent me. <laughs> now, I'm not trying to like, <laughs> because God bless this woman, and I hope that she's somewhere safe or whatever. And if she does have any sort of issues with her mentality or her mind or whatever, I hope that she is is well and, and can get those things situated. But... Mm-hmm. Telling that nigga, you know what? I never liked you. After he clearly tried it, and I don't know if she could tell that he was like filming too, or that his friend was filming. Right. But he called her crazy and she was like, you know what, bitch, on top of all of this, fuck you. And I love it. Like, I love the energy. Yes, I'm right outside your house. And you know what, bitch? I never liked you. Life partner and all, fuck that. Because you know who you aren't? Trey Songs, bitch. You got me fucked up. See, that's too much. At first I thought she was just a fan, you know, being ridiculous. But after that life partner comment, I'm like, oh, okay, something is actually up with this young lady. Because yeah, no, this is a little this is a little too much. It, I think it's time for Chris Brown to move. Why is it people can always just pop up at his house? Yeah, he I, had that whole incident I don't back get in that. 2015. 15 i think it was when uh a different girl had actually gotten into his home i guess while he was oh playing. yeah I remember she, she was like, like living in there <laughs> right she was in the kitchen they said she cooked several meals not one <laughs> but several meals laid in a bed butt naked yes. had just probably a chris brown stand time mm-hmm. and um which is terrifying you know, that's what he came home to yeah that is pretty scary but then i when i read this i thought about I think it was last year when he had like a yard sale. I'm assuming it's the yes, same house. I remember that. And he gave out his actual address and told the girls come and buy some off-white and some Louis Vuitton or whatever the fuck. So it's not shocking to me that any old person who stands Chris Brown, loves Chris Brown, or even thinks, let me go see what Chris Brown is doing. <laughs> <laughs> Could just pull up to the house and be like, bitch, do you know Larita? No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> 
That's why it's time to move. Like you have messed this address up. You have fucked it up. It will never be safe, secure, left alone again. I know his neighbors want him out. <laughs> and it's just time to go. I heard in a video that he said, like, look at the other neighbors filming. So I guess there was other people around who were also. Oh like, my God. So she was causing a scene. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and did it. It's time to fuck. go. <laughs> And like I said, Mama, I hope that you're safe and things like that. But if nothing else, girl, you gave me a laugh, yeah. and I'm 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 team you, because he isn't Trey Songz, bitch. And you know what? You never liked to actually don't like. You're not Trey Songz. I would be like, thank you. Right? Like, what is that even? What is that? Am I supposed to feel mean? bad? Is Trey Songz inferior, or like, is he superior to me? I'm just confused. Does she pull up to Trey Song's house afterwards and be like, let me tell you what this fuck nigga said. <laughs> no, because um, Trey Song's keep the gate closed and he don't tweet out his fucking address. So like says, well, did she up. did she need to be recorded? Did she need to be filmed? Mm, I mean, I, I don't think so. Need? No, but I would have done it too because who you think you are at my house? Mm. I don't know. There's yeah. a lot of land too, and they could use a lot more. I mean, um, just a, a a higher fence, even Jesus. But that's the thing. Like where he is in this video is like gated, and then there's this like sprawling land that his mansion sits upon. And she's like, she's not like anywhere near him. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm saying, like, I'm I'm assuming he's probably still the property owner. She on a sidewalk or where is she at? Got you. But she's like a ways away from him while they're recording and and yelling back and forth and and whatnot. Yeah. And he's like ducking, giggling, and laughing and calling her crazy. And when she called him <laughs> her life partner, he was like, "What?" <laughs> Man. Oh, Christopher. It's time to move. Those are not the answers. <laughs> yeah. It might be as soon as this yeah. whole Rona thing passes and we yeah, it might be time for you to just scoop it's up time. your stuff. It is. Put it in you all and get to push in. Too many people know where you stay. Too many. It's and too you've easy had to one get too there. many security breaches at this point. Correct. So maybe for everyone's safety. Let's just go ahead and move oh, forward. I hope royalty is all right. And didn't he have another baby with somebody yes, else? Yes, a brand new one. What's his name? Echo. Echo. I did not I think know that's that. His name, yeah. okay. But I think that I read that they're like separated. I don't know where the baby is, but I I read recently like that the travel restrictions and stuff from coronavirus had the baby like in one place and him in another place, and they you know mm. they couldn't like leave or whatever or travel. So. Whatever. I hope that everybody is safe and healthy. And once again, if nothing else, that lady might need to yes. look up a job in comedy because she read that nigga for fun. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> give a fuck how big this house is, bitch. You're not Trey Songs, and that's the end of it. So and stay humble. I never liked you. I was just kind of come say hi to you, bitch. Why are you talking all that shit? That's what they said. You know, like Nene leaks with that hair. Um. Uh- all right. Yeah. Well, they did. I, that's not. I didn't make that up. Oh my that's, god! Hey. Oh. <laughs> oh, I thought that was you being a dick. <laughs> no, that wasn't. <laughs> I don't remember. Somebody was it. Um. Woo. <laughs> so shit. Rapper Offset, fresh off of his acting debut on CSI or. <laughs> one of them fucking general hospital i don't know what show he was just on. all right whatever this has nothing to do with that he was um at home quarantine time um playing some video games my guess is like a cod or apex legends or something with guns mm. 
And I don't know if he was streaming or what, but he's on camera playing this game. Cardi B off camera calls out to Bay, and she's coming to come ask him for something. I don't know. Right. Well, when she calls out to him, he picks his phone up, which is nearby, and tries to like. At first, it seemed like maybe he was trying to put it in his pocket or something, and he was struggling with that. Oh, so shit. then he just sits on it before she comes into the room. Mm. And I don't remember what she asked him, but she was very adorable, very adorably like talking to her husband, whatnot. And then she leaves the room. It's like, bye, I love you. I see you later. Walks off camera. And then he, like, has his phone back in. So, like, people are accusing him of being a nigga, hiding his phone, because there's some dirt in there. Right. Um, Obviously, people that know of these two are probably aware of the cheating scandals and things that have gone back and forth. Cardi catching a charge after trying to have people beat the everlasting shit out of some bartenders that were allegedly messing with him and stuff. So they, you know, called out his creep nigga behavior and he logged on to Instagram Live and basically in the most (laughs) scandalous nigga way possible told y'all to... Um, consider the fact that there's enough negativity out here, people dying every day because of the coronavirus and, you know, him and his family don't need that negativity because they've got investments and big moves coming and things of that nature. Yes. Nigga. Mm, okay. <coughs> what are you talking about? Why are you hiding your goddamn exactly, phone? Exactly. Like, you saying a bunch of nothing right now. Why is it that when you heard your wife, you started scrambling for your phone and couldn't put it in your pocket fast enough, so you just sat on it real quick? Like, what? And the most, like, animated Fred Flintstone-ass way, too. Like, he was just like... <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> wasn't even trying to hide it. Was, like, dead-ass, like, I've got to get the phone out of the way. Like, and my thing is, like, you're on camera playing the game. Right. What was she going to do if your phone was sitting right there? Like, she didn't sound like she was mad or, like, she had just heard some bullshit. She just mm-hmm. sounded like she was trying to come and check in with her husband and talk to you for two seconds. Was she going to leap across from you and grab the phone because she saw it? And I don't know. You Maybe there was a nude up. <laughs> but it seemed, I don't know. It might have just been whatever. But, like, I can't imagine that you couldn't have just flipped the phone over or just literally just left out. the phone there. Right. <laughs> Or maybe not have a reason for your wife to be possibly going You could your also, phone. yeah, not cheat. And that would work as well. So, <laughs> not sure exactly what this oh, whole situation look. was. But you know what? I've just... Th- <laughs> that clip Mm-mm. just, again, cements the fact that these are just people... People like any other people, yeah. just like the rest of us. Because it was very much a nigga... Playing PlayStation or Xbox, baby mom coming to look for him, hiding scandal, got away with it this time. But will he get away with it on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> Who knows? Tune so, in to find out. Is that a relationship that I have ever expected to last the test of time? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, and I this, figure they're always in some shit. Like, they are always in the celebrity gossip news for something, like, every few months or so. It's like Mm. Cardi had to go on Instagram Live and cuss people out for saying that Offset cheated on her or explain why some bitch had a screenshot of him DMing her or explain how that's her man so she do wife things and blah, blah, bird shit. And it's just like... Relatability. Please... 
please either leave him or let that man cheat in peace. There y'all. <laughs> One or the other, because goddamn. I can't Sir imagine. Cardi, go ahead. It's asktheread at gmail.com. <laughs> you might as well just go ahead and send it in. And we'll just go ahead and get the conversation rolling. Yes, or let culture send it in. Let culture do a voice note and send it in. And we will talk about How it. How old is culture now? Culture gotta be like at least. I a think year she's almost change. she's gotta be almost two. I think Cardi yeah, had gotta her. Be. I think Cardi had her in the spring. Yeah. Oh Lord. Culture is gonna have the Cardi most was pregnant prior to her birthday party. <laughs> Cardi was was Cardi pregnant prior to the album or was it like right after the album? Oh no, the album she came out? told us she was pregnant in the spring. She was born in July. Okay. So maybe quarantine will be over, maybe not. But either way, I know Cardi's gonna go all out. Oh, my bad. That little girl, yeah, she's turning two this year. Oh, that's cute. Woo, that she's is Hennessy's twin, my God. <laughs> Again, genetics. That is just so they I just mean, do what they want. They really do. They because re- goddamn, that is mini Hennessy. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm telling you, it's a lot of babies to be coming out here just to be looking like I don't want nothing to do with y'all. So I just went over here with my auntie. Yeah, <laughs> like it just, just you know that happens all of the time. It it's does. really fascinating. Not to me, but you know, maybe for the next niece or nephew because my nephew oh, looks well. just like his mama, just well, like. Fair so I mean, yeah. right? She deserves, but I'm just saying. <laughs> um, what else do we got here? Okay, so the brat was on Instagram crying. Because her new alleged fiance, a woman by the name of Jessica Dupart, probably better known as um, BB Judy. I had never heard She's of a, her. I didn't hear from uh, hear anything about this girl until this story started coming out. She's soups rich and apparently really popular in the hair line business, Good. which explains why I don't know nothing about her because I ain't got nothing to do with me. Mm. But she does have a pretty big following. She's CEO of a company called Kaleidoscope Hair Products. She's from New Orleans. So I'm a fan just because, you know, New Orleans. So yeah. I will support until I don't like you no more. But um, there have been rumors about this woman and the brat being in a relationship and possibly engaged for a few weeks, I want to say now. They confirmed these rumors recently because Miss Judy purchased a brand new Bentley for her studs. That's right. <laughs> a white yes. Bentley Bentega. I don't know nothing about these. I'm poor. So I don't know like right. what this know what is. Them words but um, it's a very beautiful car. It also apparently matches Judy's because she put up a <laughs> she put up a cap a picture with the cars side by side, and the caption says hers and hers. I love lesbians. <laughs> like, oh my people, <laughs> big fan. But yeah, um, she gifted her this car for as like a an early birthday present, and captured a video of the surprise. On Instagram, they got in the car together. The Brad bawled her eyes out. Um, and gay love. 
Brat's caption says, never have I ever, needless to say, I've always been a kind of private person until I met my heart's match who handles some things differently than I do. Thank you, baby, tags her, for far more than this incredible birthday gift. I've never experienced this feeling. It's so overwhelming that often I find myself in a daze, hoping to never get pinched to see if it's real so I can live in this dream forever. Wow. (laughs) Um, I, too, have never experienced anybody buying me a fucking Bentley, but I would love to. (laughs) Sign me right up for that. I didn't even know. When did the brat come out? Like, we all knew she was gay, but I don't remember her actually saying it. That's right. The internet said to me the other day, oh, the brat just came out the closet. And I was like... Did she? Those closet doors have been open like church since... <laughs> long as I can remember. Since, I don't know. Yeah, the mid-90s or so. Yeah, but I guess this is the official, like, this is my... Maybe she's never introduced anyone to the or like claimed anyone publicly mm. because she's definitely been involved in like dating rumors and things like that but as she said i guess she's been really private about it um and so there's never been any confirmation but y'all know that the red love girls oh, like, yeah. i don't even think that, that was new. like a huge gag so been new. <laughs> but in case you ever thought that you could maybe catch her slipping somewhere mm. <laughs> big mama buys bentley's so if you can't keep up i don't know <laughs> what to tell you damn that's real like i dated a lot of people but i never wanted to claim nobody till i met you that's a compliment that's sweet um miss judy says this video was taking march 16th her birthday is april 14th <laughs> but the way things were going and my excitement i couldn't wait it's so crazy because i ordered a custom bow for the presentation and didn't even wait on it she hates to accept any gifts from me that's why she was running but she deserves the world and so much more i've never been so happy and honestly think that it's not only because of our connection but also because we're really we've really been ourselves but then all these videos keep popping up like we hiding but we've been public Happy early birthday, baby birthday, whatever. Okay. Heart emojis, things of that nature. Well, I'm happy for you. And when it was like in the car and she was crying, this is how I know my heart is dead. I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, I know that I'm not like a big car person. Obviously, if I had a car, I'd want a nice one and things like that. But I've never imagined like getting a car and just being overwhelmed so much by it that I break out in tears. And then, yeah, me either. Like the bit of humanity left inside of me, the tiny speck was like, Psst, she's probably crying because it was a gift from a loved one. Oh. I was like, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's probably less about the fact that it's an expensive yes. car okay. and more about the fact that it's an expensive car from somebody that she's in love with. And it was a gift. And she had to spend this $200,000 on a car herself. Mm. Shows you when's the last time I was ever in love, if ever. <laughs> so, I mean, I didn't think know. of that either because I don't cry easily. So I don't think I would cry mm. over a gift of a car either. But maybe if I was just like... You know, head over heels with somebody. We engaged in all this, and you done bought me this. Maybe and maybe she's just always wanted a Bentley. I don't know. Either maybe. way, whatever the circumstances, I'm happy for these gay ass niggas. Good for y'all. Yeah, good for y'all. And may your love stand the test of time and many sweet heats. I mean, it's just like a, um, a Bentley to go wear. But <laughs> all right. <laughs> I mean, right for now, bitch. You better do your um. The Brat versus um, Lady of Rage stream right there in the back of that Bentley. Right there in the back of that Bentley, honey. Best of um, luck, But yeah, girls. I thought that was cute. Yeah, that is cute. 
Um, is that it for the tops this week? I mean, that's all that I've really collected. I don't think that there's much else. There's not a lot going on. In the new, I'm actually surprised by how much I scooped up. Honestly, I was like, "Oh, the girls are doing things from home." Um, Rihanna's <laughs> on the cover of British Vogue. Oh yes, drag. did you read that interview? <laughs> I did read a bit of the interview. The first time I saw it was just on Instagram, and the very first comment that I saw on her her post was from from someone that said, "What does do rag mean?" I'm Russian, so I don't understand. Oh, <laughs> so that let me know because what I saw. <laughs> When I saw it, I was like, I know people are probably going up for the fact that this chick has a fucking do-rag on in the cover of Vogue. And when I saw that very first caption, I was like, yep, that yep. answers that. All right. Um, <laughs> I knew that they were going to ask her about the album. And she said that she is aggressively working on music. She can't say when it's going to drop, but she's aggressively working on music. Um, <laughs> she and, loves fucking with y'all. <laughs> which tells me that she's probably just, again, I appreciate this woman is like, I'm going to drop these albums when I'm getting ready and when I am fully satisfied yep. with it. Especially in retrospect, considering how she used to crank them shits out. Like mm-hmm. iPhones. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. So I'm just like all for it. And the fact that, again, it's still reported to be a reggae album. Because they asked her if it's still going to be a reggae album. And she said, oh no, that is happening. I feel like I have ba- no boundaries. I've done everything. I've done all the hits. I've tried it. Come on, I've done all the hits. That's right, bitch. <laughs> Speak it. Say it. <laughs> claim it. The facts. <laughs> I tried every genre. Now I'm just wide open. I can make anything that I want. That's an amazing place to be at in your life. When you're just like, you know what? I done did all of the shit that the girls have asked me from. Yep. I've earned my stripes. I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do. All that. Amen. Good for her. And I mean, girl, we're not going anywhere. So whenever you're ready, honey. Whenever <laughs> because- you're ready, <laughs> the girls will be logged on and waiting. I can't imagine Rihanna putting out a reggae album full of a whole bunch of jams that I love and I have to celebrate them in my room. I'm going to be annoyed. So you know what? <laughs> Take your time, sis. Because listen, it doesn't look like we're having a Taco Tuesday or a Sunday fun day or whatever the fuck. None of that. Anytime soon. None of that. So... I will continue to wait if that's what it means. She was apparently also on Instagram Live with Kevin Durant and Drake. I did see that comment where she was like, somebody get Drake some water. Right. Which. There's joking back and forth because apparently he asked her about the album and then they were joking about whose corporations do what and who can donate this and that. And then it just became a whole bunch of rich conversation that I couldn't really keep up with. And that happens a lot with like Drake does this. Jay-Z always does this in raps where it's just like oh wealth i don't know what you're talking Mm -hmm. about (laughs) i don't know what that is i'm sorry i've never heard of this artist i don't know what that kind of diamond is listen i'm just happy that i made rent yeah i I cannot relate to whatever the fuck it is you are talking about sir i had to google almost every brand beyonce mentioned and upgrade you i did not know none of that shit Audemars Piquet? Yeah. I said, Autumn, is this... I was just about to say that. Did she make that up? I didn't even know how to pronounce that. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Girl, what is Jay-Z that? Jay-Z is definitely the first time I had ever heard Audemars. And I was like, what is this? 
French is what what are you I've never heard of this before and so, what was the other one I don't know like several wealthy things yeah. I know nothing about I didn't know you could usually. get a diamond cream facial right, like what the fuck is what <laughs> so you can just get exfoliated with actual diamonds bitch they do that how the fuck you cream diamonds <laughs> <laughs> This is an unreleased treat or something? <laughs> I'm confused. I don't get it either, but you know, rich nigga shit. Well, you know, maybe in my next life, I'll know all about these things. <sighs> That's it this week for Hot Tops. New kids on the cock. We're going to just take a break, pay some bills because they still need to be paid. It's true. And then we'll come back with your listener letters. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my <laughs> own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology, we're parting ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Okay, y'all. So we're back and it is now time for your listener letters. Yes, it is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. Our first letter this week comes from Kyle. And Kyle says, my best friend Megan has been planning her wedding for the last year. And despite the pandemic, she is not slowing down. Oh, girl. (laughs) The problem here is that I'm the efficient for this wedding. Though the venue and vendors have offered to refund her or reschedule her wedding, she is adamant on still getting married next month. Megan has planned this wedding and reception at her home and has invited 30 guests, despite the fact that our state has mandated 
Shutdowns. Damn. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. What's fuck that on, law. Bitch. Fuck that policy. I'm getting <laughs> married. This week she broke down crying because her family and most of her friends have informed her that they will no longer be attending. She cannot <laughs> believe that people won't come to her wedding and is upset that so many people have asked her to reschedule the date. Megan, I don't even much like that nigga, so I don't know what the fuck it is you thought. Bitch, I'm not coming. Megan has stated many, many times that I have to be there and I'm torn. She doesn't seem to understand that by having this backyard wedding and reception, she is jeopardizing the health of countless people. I've considered attending to officiate and leaving right after, but I know that even that would cause a fight and possibly ruin our friendship. Please help. I'm not sure what to do. Thanks, Kyle. Kyle, Meg is being irrational. Is, is. Is being illogical. (laughs) She's playing a dangerous game. And here's the thing. You can love her all you want to, just like I'm sure many of her friends and family members that have canceled as well uh, love her. We're talking about health. We're talking about life and death. Right. We are talking about life and literal death. Correct. So, I think that she's going to have to probably park it and deal if you say, hey, girl, not only do I not want to risk my own life, I don't want to risk your life, everybody else's life that would be there, and who knows who the fuck else I may bump into just going the fuck back home or doing whatever. You can postpone the wedding ceremony until we understand what Mm -hmm. is going on and we're in a safer position to do that kind of thing. It's just not worth it. And with the statistics of divorce anyway, you really going to get on my damn nerves. Listen. You know what I'm saying? Fast forward a couple of years, you don't even want this nigga no more. <laughs> and I like risk my life in real life contagion to come right. play with you, bitch. You better sit your ass down. Yeah, that's not going That's not going to work out since a whole lot of people were planning to get married this spring and summer. A whole Loves. lot of people. And they have had to face the reality that shit is simply not going to go down the way they planned. It just won't. It's just not. I saw a really sweet video that happened uh, here in New York on the Upper West Side like last week, two weeks ago, where a couple got married on the sidewalk and the efficient was in his apartment upstairs, six floors up. <laughs> I saw that. So he was like yelling everything down while they said their vows. And I would offer something like that. I would be like, I will actually come to your wedding, but I will stand like seven feet mm-hmm. away from you and your husband just to get I y'all married. I will be out front in my Camry with the <laughs> windows rolled up. <laughs> Put me on speakerphone. Yes. And we can keep it moving. And I will marry y'all over FaceTime. Like, I would I would offer to do it, but within the boundaries of, like, bitch, I'm not getting sick. And I'm definitely not staying to party afterwards. Like, I will marry you, but I will yes. not participate in this ceremony and reception. Like, I'm not going to do the most. I'm not doing it. But, girl, I'm just not. I'm just not. And I'm sorry. I know the courthouse is closed. And so you really stuck between a rock and a hard place. But... You're just going to have to figure it out like so like thousands of other couples are having to do. People have destination weddings and and niggas can't get refunds on flights, hotels, nothing, flowers, cake, venue. The fact that your vendors are even like offering to work with you is incredible because a lot of them are like, uh, well, there go your deposit. Don't know what to tell you. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Ain't got nothing to do with me. Like, girl, everybody had plans. Everybody, <laughs> yes, everybody <laughs> had plans. I was everyone to be had something to do. Where else? <laughs> so, 
You're just gonna have to adjust. Like literally, everyone else is adjusting. Yes. And if it is not something that is incredibly crucial, and I can't remember like the the actual term that they're using for like businesses, essential and stuff that are staying open, essential. Thank you. That was simple. But like essential businesses that are open, people who are feeding folks, people who are caring for people's health, yes. like that stuff. Delivery. People. You figure a way, delivery people, to make those things to keep on going you getting married to a nigga that you can get married to in a couple of months if things mm-hmm. look better it just is what it is and you damn sure don't have the right to be you know upset with anyone who's like listen we're gonna literally follow the rules right <laughs> like, like i'm not we're I'm gonna, not doing it <laughs> i'm just not gonna do it because i would like to live and i would also like to keep the others around us safe yeah i'm actually not coming if there's more than five people at your house let's just be super clear about that but let's just be clear <laughs> but you know if it's just you and your man and y'all just need somebody to do the marriage part of this just to say i pronounce you niggas married then all right girl i can do that from the driveway but otherwise there is facetime skype listen instagram all live. this shit all this shit. oh my god whatsapp chrissy tegan's daughter had a wedding on instagram live for her stuffed animals the other day <laughs> i was like <laughs> they really set up an like event organizer. an aisle and everything and had these animals they baked a fucking cake i'm like people are doing all kind of shit on live and and through video chat and all that because the times are demanding it and so you are just yeah. gonna have to like girl the covid19 don't give a fuck about your matrimony it do not she doesn't so she doesn't you are just going to have to accept that this isn't going to go the way you wanted it to. People have a hard time letting go of control, but it's mm. like you you weren't ever really yes. in control in the first place. You weren't ever. Yes. Mother Nature could have always came through and been like, fuck every single thing about your life. At any point. <laughs> if it wasn't this, it could have been so many Anything else. Anything yes. else. Weather related. The planet yes. was probably about to burn us all the fuck up anyway. It was like, look, yeah. either there's no more oxygen or it's going to be a virus. Y- y'all pick. Because the earth is sick of our shit. So she is just going to have to adjust and and accept the fact that she's not going to have the wedding day that she dreamed of or planned for. And that's sad. Her fiance better be fucking amazing. That's sad, but you know, a lot of things are sad right now. <laughs> Sorry, girl. Yeah. <laughs> a lot yeah. of people are going through it and it's way worse than a canceled wedding, so you know, I'm countless sorry. people losing loved ones, Listen. not being able to grieve or mourn or bury them properly. Yes. Losing jobs. Like, right. All people losing of shit. all kinds of jobs, having no idea what their future looks like right. financially and the rest of that. And you just gotta get married. You're like, I don't give so. a fuck about none of that. Like, really upset that people called her like, yeah, girl, I can't believe you haven't canceled the Facebook invite, but I'm definitely not coming to that. <laughs> Bitch, why did you even make people have to contact you? <laughs> and why do I have to remind you that besides the fact that I don't want to for my own safety, the governor literally told me <laughs> to stay. <laughs> like, this isn't yes. even just me being like, oh, I don't know. Like, th- I'm supposed to stay the fuck at the house. Right. So I don't know what you're on. Exactly. And if we don't start staying at home when we can, then they're going to start making us stay home. And nobody wants the government or military to have to come through to force niggas to stay at home. But that might just be what really has to don't. be done. Nobody wants the police Probably. to have to come through and start enforcing, you know, these stay at home orders. 
your wedding. Plus, think about like <laughs> it's just not all of the people essential. who like all the people who like either didn't have like a wedding or didn't have like the wedding that they wanted who then later just have a ceremony yep. or have whatever whatever to make up for it like girl you can do your FaceTime wedding if you like really just want to be married married right now yep. and then when things change set it up and do what you were going to do but like sweetie <laughs> ain't shit you could do about the right now it's right. not like just everybody don't fuck with you it's a little everyone on the planet yeah is dealing with this situation. exactly exactly tell so her so get over yourself she can get married but she better hurry up and contact them vendors uh while they still being nice about it and pick a new date for her party because you can always get married and then have the fucking ceremony or like the the whole to do of it you can still have mm-hmm. your dress and everybody bringing you presents from bed bath and beyond and your daddy is outside barbecuing you can still do all that you just gonna have to do it some other time not right now girl sorry otherwise you're gonna be at the house eating fucking quiche for about five months okay and is it worth so- it <laughs> is it worth it if 30 of your closest family and friends all catch this horrible fucking virus because you right. insisted they all come to your like I get the disappointment, but she's got to be realistic about it. Best of luck to you, though, sir. All right. Our next question comes from Marcus, who says, my partner and I have been together for a little under a year. Last summer, he graduated and moved an hour away for a new job. And for a while, things felt great. We visited each other regularly and we were a part of one another's lives and very much in love. But a few months before the corona hit, things started to feel more distant. There's no chance of us living in the same city again until over a year from now. I don't really like the city he lives in, but I also wouldn't ask him to move and leave his job for me. So I concluded that we should break up. However, (laughs) the week that I concluded that was the same week that the state was put on lockdown. It will be weeks before I can see him in person to talk about this, if not months. And I feel like I'm lying to him when we FaceTime by pretending that things are good. Is it ethical to break up over video chat in light of a quarantine should i wait until it's lifted i'm not sure if it's worse to go through a breakup during quarantine or to have it be the first thing that happens after one ends any thoughts or advice are appreciated (laughs) thanks hope you and your loved ones are staying safe and healthy marcus well ain't that a bitch um Mm, that's a rock and a hard place it is i'll tell you what i would do and prefer um breaking up with that motherfucker right now um because i also would feel like our conversations and facetimes and things like that were not genuine because i know that i want to break up and you don't even know when you will see one another again for you to have that conversation in person but also if i were on the other end i think that I would feel like, well, why the fuck didn't you just tell me this? Yeah. However many months ago, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know why, especially because it's likely, I don't know, but it's likely to feel along the way, like things are different. Mm-hmm. And then that person is going to wonder what the fuck is going on. Oh, maybe it's just the COVID or maybe things. Da, 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 and then you it's break the up distance, with them. Like, nah. Yeah, exactly. I think it's probably better to just have the conversation now. And hell, quarantine might be the perfect setting for you to be in to get past the breakup. 
Maybe. I don't know. But I mean, you're left with your thoughts anyway. You know what I mean? <laughs> and chilling. Um, so maybe that's a perfect setting for you to be able to just, you know, go full circle with all, all your thoughts and feelings and shit and figure out how um, to get through it. And then by the time the streets say that you can go and see them again, maybe you'll be better prepared for it. But either way, I don't think that I would be able to wait. Yeah. Or at least just talk to him about it and be honest. Like, you know, things started to feel different between us before all this hit. And now that shit is crazy. And I don't know when I'm going to see you again. It's very hard to say this, but I don't think you and I are going to make it long term or, However, you would say that, you know, in a relationship right. type way, like something like that, because all you're doing is delaying the inevitable and probably making yourself more miserable, like rolling your eyes every time this nigga FaceTime you and everything like you got enough stress to deal with right now. The only way I could yeah. see waiting until the quarantine is over is if I mean, and this is selfish and raggedy, but if you like, mm, I would be too lonely to break up with somebody right now. I need somebody to talk to. So I'll break up with you after the Corona done passed. Then maybe I could see mm. it, but that's kind of, that's fucked up. Cause now you're not giving a yeah. fuck about his feelings and like, you yeah. just playing with his emotions at this point so that you won't be lonely, which is trash. So. And like, do you literally have no one else to talk to? Well, I mean, maybe. Or do you need to have like an, do you need to have like a 2 a.m like bay conversation type of you know what yeah what do we used to call this shit a lot of people don't oh like goodness. being single in any way like they don't like not having romantic connections in their life and so it's I just we used like to call it kagan oh yes <laughs> so did we <laughs> on the okay. phone all fucking night kagan with niggas Yes. Yes. Sure that's what like if that's what you need to be doing and you don't have no one else to do it with, I guess, <laughs> but yes, that would still be quite raggedy. <laughs> <laughs> that would be further raggedy, in fact. <laughs> Only for you to then see them for the first right. time when we make it out and be like, actually I don't want to do this anymore. And it's like, but I thought you said you were in love with me last week on on FaceTime. What happened? Oh yeah, bored. Just bored. <laughs> <laughs> You see how fucked up that sounds, sir? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. maybe no. I don't think it's like unethical to break up with somebody over FaceTime. You're doing what you can. Breaking up with him over text would be way worse. Oh, yeah. Breaking up over text. Anything where you literally are not speaking to one another. And I, I, I totally understand the feeling of like, person to person like in person conversation yeah. being a necessity versus over the phone but again these are circumstances mm -hmm. that are different they're extreme and you know what i mean we didn't ask for them it's not like that nigga dropped the coronavirus onto the planet and is now like hey let's deal with it you know what i mean it's like mm -hmm. what are you supposed to do um so I think if you're like talking on a video chat sort of situation and you have the conversation there, that's like the best that you can do yep. right now. And maybe, maybe when everything is over again, if you want to like reconvene in person to like talk it out mm -hmm. again, maybe you can. I don't know why that would be necessary, but like 
I couldn't wait. I don't think that I would wait. <laughs> yeah, no. Or maybe y'all can just talk about it. You'd be like, you know, I felt like we were kind of growing distant. And then y'all can talk about it and it'd be like, oh, we, we worked this out. And now we can continue to date over FaceTime. Like, maybe it'll go exactly. like that. But you need to say something either way. Because you're just going to make exactly. yourself miserable if you don't. Yeah. Best of luck to you, sir. Our next question comes from Wanda, who says... I don't know what choices I made in life that got me to having only very introverted and anxious friends. That's literally the first sentence. <laughs> well, me. My friends are great. They show up. We love each other and I can really rely on them. But the pandemic has exacerbated a feeling that I've always felt that when dealing with introverts, it's only about their time or their anxieties. As someone who is <laughs> as someone who is extroverted, loves random FaceTime calls and is down to talk through my feelings, your feelings and your mama's feelings. I can't help but feel super rejected and alone by my friends. My best friend I hardly hear from nowadays and I'm feeling resentful about it. I don't want to bring this up to my friends too much because I knew what friends I had before this and what I was getting into and guilting them might make them feel even more like they have to stay in their cage. But the dynamic of extroverted friend waits for you to feel like even fucking with them is really starting to feel one sided. I'm, of course, looking to open and expand my friend circle and have more extroverted friends. But honestly, I love my small group. I just wish it felt more available, especially when this could be a time when we could all grow so much closer. How would you deal with this? Thanks, Wanda. Um, good question, Wanda. I am the extroverted, I mean, introverted friend, so. Same. Sorry. Sorry, And I saw, like, a meme when the quarantining shit happened that said, like, check on your introverts, check on your extrovert friends. They need you in this time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, they losing it. They losing it in the house. (laughs) The girls are dying, my nigga. Like, they are at the edge of war. They cannot believe they can't have wine and tapas no more. They are it sick is about it. Insane. <laughs> and like I get it too because it, I've like I said, my mentality has definitely been deteriorating and I think that like even though I don't go out much, I still go out. Like I have my routine at the gym. I go to the studio to do that, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like I whatever. And so I feel like I'm still active enough throughout the week that I my mind is busy whereas now I'm just here with my thoughts and I feel like I'm thinking about five different things at the same time all day long and it is getting too intense and then the fear and anxiety of just this deadly virus that's out there not to mention the crazy amount of cases in this town and everything else. It's a lot. It's a lot for everybody. It's a lot for mm-hmm. a normal person that does, like, you know what I'm saying, that would consider themselves mentally healthy or whatever the fuck. So, I understand, like, I guess being a bit uh, lonely as an extrovert or wanting to have the feeling of, like, connection and not being able to and feeling, you know, whatever, like, your friends have their backs turned and stuff. But I guess this whole thing is people are processing it differently extrovert introvert omnivert (laughs) (laughs) but like like everybody is just having their own way with this whole thing right now i think that you can um be honest about the way that you're feeling without being combative or argumentative i think that you can express that you want to talk more or that you're um having trouble feeling you know like alone or confined or whatever and see how people 
uh, respond to that. But again, if like if you know that you have friends that are introverted and how they sort of maneuver on regular time, I think you got to kind of also be um, try to be fair in that situation. Friendships are two way streets. Mm -hmm. So the same way that, you know, you want people to be there for you. You got to be there for them and that sort of thing. But again, right now is a situation where I feel like nobody really knows what's going on or how to process things. And that's why everybody's trying to keep themselves busy with all these fucking challenges mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, social media trends and things of that nature. So. I think the first thing you should do is just try to find ways to sort of find balance and like whatever kind of peace of mind you can muster solo. But I also don't think there's anything wrong with hitting friends and being like, girl, this shit is driving me crazy. Can we chat for a bit? Like you got like an hour, 30 minutes or whatever. Like what's going on? You know, because I I think that's fair as well. Introverted or not, everyone is kind of like figuring all of this shit out as we go and super confused and anxious and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So I think everybody's kind of got to give one another like a fair shake and just try to be supportive of people that you give a fuck about. Yeah, exactly. Because like people are all dealing with this and they're all dealing with it differently. And, you know, I am not one for FaceTime. I don't care for it. I don't like having to look at the phone while I'm talking on the phone. And uh, it's just too, it's just too much going on as far as I'm concerned with FaceTime. But I have FaceTime more in these past two weeks than I have in my entire fucking life. Because (laughs) what other option is there, you know? And even if I don't feel like FaceTiming, which is often... Like, my nephew don't give a shit, so he'll just call me three times in a row anyway. And so it's like... Right. <laughs> and honestly, once I pick up the phone and see up somebody's face and talk to them for a few minutes or whatever, I actually do feel better. So it may be yeah. a situation where they're just like, Ugh, I'm in my head and I'm in my bed and in my closet and in my house and I'm not coming out of it. And, and it may be, you know, that they need something else and don't even know it or can't push themselves to it. But yeah, you definitely... I don't know, like it's a it's kind of I don't mean to I don't mean this to sound fucked up, but like it's not your friend's job to manage this for you. Like it's it's your friend's job to support you like emotionally Mm -hmm. like friends do. But if you're if you're saying, uh, you know, the issue here is I'm an extrovert and all my friends are introverts. And so I'm losing my mind. Like there's so many other people you could be talking to. And I get that they're not your closest friends or whatever, but you got to give people the space to figure this out. We, we ain't none of us yeah. been through a pandemic before. Not like this. We ain't never yeah, like seen this. no shit like this. So you yeah. kind of you kind of got to give people their space, but also reach out and let them know you're thinking about them and right. let them know you want to talk. Maybe I can do a big group chat or whatever. And and maybe that can come together. But, you know, and, and right. they also have to consider the fact that, you know, their actions also affect other people. Now, if you constantly hitting somebody up and they're like, no, I don't want to talk. No, I don't want to text like and they just ignore you nonstop. Then you can just feel free to stop reaching out to that person. But yeah, that's separate. Yeah. You don't have to continue to put yourself out there for somebody who is rejecting you over and over. But right. Because like, bitch, what you what else? you (laughs) Right. Are you busy? (laughs) I know you know. Are you busy, bitch? (laughs) Oh, are you busy with Animal Crossing? Is that what you're doing? Oh, you playing Breath of the Wild? (laughs) Like girl, put put pause 
fucking game and answer the fucking phone. I don't give a fuck what Tom Nick is talking about. <laughs> Bitch, I got a loan too. So yeah. what's actually pop? I mean, hell, you could do Animal Crossing together. It's co-op. But the thing is, like, I agree. I totally agree. And that's why I'm saying, like, I think that maybe you got to kind of get a grip on how to deal, like, solo or to just, like, find a little, whether it's a routine, whether you meditate or just any little process of just finding the best form of stability on your own and mm-hmm. then sort of expand out to the people in your life that you already know are introverted. Because, <clears throat> like I said, it's I'm finding the difficulty in this, but... Like when the quarantine stay at home shit was really first starting and we were like four days in and girls were on on the internet losing it. I was like, bitch, this is not that deep, you know, but everybody's different. And so, yep. You kind of got to like meet people where they're at and and it's a both ways thing. So like, I feel like if your friends know that you super extroverted, they should also understand that this is not your type of time and try right. to be there for you. Cause it's not like they got to come to your house to be there for you. Exactly. Bitch. You just talk on the fucking phone. So it's like, what's the problem? But if you feel like completely neglected throughout this whole process, I don't think that that's just a COVID thing. I mm. think it's like, it's something that is probably That's a, good a bit deeper than that. And it's something that you got to address in a completely different kind of time. But I think you got to figure out how to be there for yourself right now and then figure out how you and your tribe can be there for one another. Cause I mean, what else can you do? Right. What else? <laughs> Literally what else can you do? Like there is nothing to do, but also connections to other human beings are important and we should be, trying to maintain those connections with each other as much as we can right like girl if you can go for a walk even if you gotta you know stay six feet apart whatever if you gotta go get some fresh air or whatever the fuck it is that is safe and within the guidelines go ahead and do it don't you know what i'm saying literally drive yourself to the edge right at the same time none of us know what the fuck is going on and not all of us are capable of being a bad bitch in these kind of situations True. Like, I'm not the type to cry about. Like I said earlier, I don't cry very easily and I have not cried about this pandemic because frankly, I'm not I'm not scared in that way. Like, I'm not I'm not crying kind of scared. I'm more like the whole fucking economy is about to fall out and America will never be the same kind of scared. So but I have a lot of friends who are not like that at all. And (laughs) they have been weeping. (laughs) And, Mm. you know, I've been trying to do my woo woo woo. But like less emotionally distant because I know I'm not always the warmest so I'm trying to be more like uh, I don't know not empathetic but just trying to I'm I'm trying to give a little bit more because I know people are really fucking struggling basically is what I'm trying yeah. to say here so yeah yeah <sighs> um, and also like being someone who if I haven't, if I hadn't been in therapy for the past however many years right now, God bless me through this because mm. my anxiety has been so real, but it's also been in this place where it's like when I'm thinking irrationally, it's active, but there's still a strong enough part of me that's like, bitch, I know that you're tripping. So let's yep. just get through this, this yep. irrational train of thought. Same. And then let's get back to the practices that we know to keep us where we need to be. Because I definitely have moments where I'm like panicking. I got like a package that came yesterday. I would not go get it. I'm talking about going downstairs to go <laughs> yes, get my mail. I would not do and it. And I was just like, 
nope, girl, not going to do it. The corona's everywhere. I don't have, I don't really even need what's down there right now. So it's like, <laughs> whatever, whatever. So like, I have definite moments where the fear just trumps all. Yeah. But I also have practices where I feel like I can come down off of that and just be like, all right, girl, it is what it is. It's all right. And even if you were to get the coronavirus, what are the possibilities that you would die from it? Here are the things that, you know, like I just right. am more prepared for those things, which is why we always stress like whether it is therapy itself or whatever practices of being more aware of your mental health and workings and stuff like that that kind of shit is incredibly uh, important because as an introvert i don't know what your introverted friends think or deal with or whatever but bitch if they anything like me those girls are going through their own circus oh yeah in the head while you want to talk so (laughs) going nuts so and that's another thing don't take their behavior as an indication that there's something wrong with you like Right. There's just y'all have two different ways of communicating and and being and and it's been doable up until this point and now it's harder. But you can, you know, as long as everybody is just a little bit more thoughtful on both sides of this, I think y'all will be fine. Yeah. All right. Last question comes from Kat, who says, I'm 24 years old and I've been in therapy since I was 15. I've also been on antidepressants since I was 16 and they have an impact on my sex drive. With the mix of school, work and major depression, I have always struggled with feeling excited for sex. I enjoy it. I just don't feel excited thinking about it. It's hard for me to want it, which makes my partners feel rejected and unwanted. I'm in a new relationship now and I want to feel excited to have sex with him because I'm truly attracted to him. The issue for me here is that I'm having trouble discussing this with my therapist. He's known me for so long since I literally was a teenager. (laughs) And so I feel... But I still feel uncomfortable talking about sex with him. I was a virgin when I first met him and I didn't start having sex till I was 18. I don't know if I can't talk to him about it because he's a straight man or if it's because I've known him since I was a teenager or both. (laughs) I've considered switching to a female therapist, but the thought of starting over with someone new kills me. I've truly progressed so much with my therapist over the last eight years. What do you guys think about this? Do you discuss sex with your therapist? Would you talk about this with a straight man? It's so that's crazy to me that you keep bringing it up i get it (laughs) should this be discussed with a specialist instead i'm frustrated and i just want to (laughs) fuck all right (laughs) thanks i need a t-shirt that says (laughs) i'm frustrated and And i I just just want to fuck (laughs) um wow i i talk about sex with my therapist where it's relevant um, again, I'm not very active at the moment, so it doesn't come up much, but when it does, we do. But I also, two things, I think that I was also like aware of myself and how I feel about people enough that, like I've said before, when I started looking for therapists, I was like, female, black, these are the things I need. Yep. <laughs> um, but aside from that, my specific therapist spoke to me like when we first started talking about medication and stuff like that. She talked to me about how it affects your sex drive, um, masturbation, sex. It's like she opened up those doors before I had even thought to talk to her about sex specifically. Yeah. So I already felt comfortable. Um, talking to her about those things mm-hmm. if I needed to because she just was very 
from the gate, like, this is a no-judge zone. I don't really care. Mm -hmm. And I also thought, like, as a therapist, this may help. As a therapist, I can't imagine how many things you hear about Mm -hmm. on a daily, much less things you've heard throughout your career. Right. (laughs) You know, so it's like, it's a place where you're literally going to go for help. So... You got to try to do the best that you can to like let those guards down and and just um, rest with the understanding that this is not a person that's going to judge you or laugh at you or whatever. Unless you say some shit that's really funny. <laughs> it's true. Sometimes my therapist laughs at something. And I'm like, some lube. <laughs> right. it's a joke time. So is this what's going on here? Yeah, that's real. Um, yeah. I'm I am not one to talk very openly or easily about sex because of uh the way I grew up, the church and religion and stuff like that. I've just never been one to talk about sex publicly, that sort of thing. And so even with my therapist, it's like probably the thing we talk about the least. And she is almost always the one to bring it up to be like, "Hey, dating and and sex and those sorts of things." And I'm like, "Oh girl, ain't nobody mm, no, turn it off. Let's talk about <laughs> Yeah. you know any anything else but this but you know over the past couple of years working with her i have gotten a lot better about that um so maybe you can start to have the conversation but if it if it's something that you feel like goes deeper than what your therapist is qualified for there are sex therapists who are yes specifically trained with issues around sex and sexuality and very true yeah all that sort of thing so you might just need this one therapist for you know everything else and then one for your sexual hang-ups i don't really know and that's not in that's not um ideal i think but Mm -hmm. If it works for you, if you have the the budget or the insurance for that, then you might want to look into getting a, a sex therapist and seeing who you can talk to about those issues. That's True. really all I got for you because I'm still unpacking all of my shit. And so I'm really not like I'm never going <laughs> I'm never going to get on a FaceTime or whatever the fuck is called her special therapist FaceTime and be like, so, girl, let's talk about <laughs> like really nasty raunchy crazy loud sex like i'm never gonna be that type but yeah hopefully i can, but you can also get like, over my issues around it you can also like um talk to your therapist about this difficulty specifically like you can i don't see why you couldn't talk to your therapist and be like i'm having troubles with such and such and such but i'm finding it difficult to talk about it with you because blank, yes. blank, blank, blank. like i look at a therapist That's almost good. like almost like a diary or a journal like all of this information that's coming from me is going to be kept here it's not like it's going to go from here to my mama's eyes and ears or whatever whatever it's like i'm putting this into a place that is safe mm-hmm. or at least it's meant to be safe and um that i can make <clears throat> I can sort of make sense of it after it comes out. So you don't even have to just jump right out and be like, so anal, you know, you could just go, <laughs> look, this is like a real, uh, this is a situation that's like sort of centered in what I'm going through right now, but I'm having difficulty talking about it. And maybe you have a session where you just talk about the difficulties of opening up about that for several reasons yes. and judge that alone 
on whether or not you even want to have further discussions about sex Mm -hmm. with this specialist um, specifically, or if you want to go and then talk to a woman or someone else about these things. Yeah. And a lot of therapists are moving their practice to um, online and all the therapist apps and that sort of thing. So it may be easier actually for you to find a sex therapist than it would have been before. But um, either way, you know, like Hifiri said, just bringing up the conversation and saying, I want to talk about this, but it's hard for me is huge because therapists yeah. love shit like that. They're like, oh, oh yeah. so you identified a problem. That's great. Yes. <laughs> That's so you know what's up. Let's just get to yeah. why you feel like that. They love getting to the why. So yeah, I would just say bring it up and, and let the chips fall where they may. This has been your therapist since you were 15 years old. So I think you're going to be all right. right. I think you're going to be all right. But I do understand the awkwardness around it. And so somebody else might also be able to help. So, yeah. Good luck to you, sis, as you try to take care of your um, sexual and mental and whatever else, health, whatever that is going on there. Um, Because I know it's hard. All right. Well, uh, I think that's enough for one week. You guys send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com if you want to be on the show. And uh, we're going to take a quick break. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace's leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8 zero go get some help talk some stuff out let's get back to the show okay so wrapping things up now here we have the read correct i'll let you go because i don't really have okay yeah mine is pretty quick i just want to talk about this stupid white bitch okay in pennsylvania her name is margaret circo she's 35 years old and on march 26th i'm sorry march 25th she entered Garrity's supermarket in Hanover Township and started talking about how she was sick, making verbal threats and such as. And then this bitch intentionally coughed and spat all over the fresh produce and fruits and shit. $35,000 worth of grocery store food ruined because this bitch thought it would be cute to throw up pranks or you know have a, a jolly good time have herself a cute little laugh or whatever and on top of that tried to steal a 12 pack of beer before <laughs> they kicked her of ass course. out the store so this happened and of course the store's owner had them throw out all the food because what the fuck like bitch what the I mean, fuck yeah. 
And then the team had to <coughs> clean and disinfect the whole area. And thankfully, they've been restocked now with food that isn't tainted by this bitch's breath. But, sweetheart, we are in a time right now <laughs> where so many people do not know where their next fresh piece of food is coming from. People are doing their absolute best to even survive right now and your trifling stupid bitch ass went into the supermarket to take all that away from everybody else do you understand the cashiers and the stalkers and the clerks in that store and all that don't get paid enough to deal with your bullshit on top of everything else grocery store employees are already under a whole lot of stress because y'all don't know how to fucking act and y'all yelling and snapping off at them because your favorite fucking ice cream is gone it's like bitch what do you want me to do everybody is buying fucking ice cream bitch like y'all are already being mean and terrible to these people but to add on to their work right and then to ruin so much like you're wasting food like people supposed to eat that as nourishment what are you fucking doing on a regular day that would be terrible just on a regular day when they was when they was licking the bluebell, that was bad enough. Right. But how fucking dare you, bitch? So the very next day she was arrested. Um <laughs> uh, let's see. What are the charges here? Uh, two felony counts of terrorist threats, one felony count of threat to use a biological agent, and one felony mm. count of criminal mischief, and misdemeanor counts of criminal attempt to commit retail theft and disorderly conduct so look at that this woman has a hearing scheduled for april 8th and i'm trying to be better about like not being so "Mm, send that nigga to jail but send this bitch to jail i'm sorry we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic and you are playing with people's health and their food and you're doing it on purpose go to jail you don't know how to fucking act Lock her up. <laughs> it's just trifling and stupid and ridiculous. And it, now it's not a time to play. So fuck you. And that's it. I told you it's going to be quick. Okay. Well, I will piggyback off of that to discuss this man who no longer works for Amazon that was delivering packages in Los Angeles and was caught on camera allegedly spitting into <gasps> his hand and smearing it on a package. Oh my God. That he was delivering. Oh, y'all are As sick. I said, this man has since been fired. Amazon came forward and said, We don't know that bitch. <laughs> We don't support that bitch. <laughs> and we're not about it. We don't have fucking time. We're doing the best that we can for everybody. No, they said this is clearly not representative of drivers who deliver for Amazon and the care they take for customers around the world every day. Right. Are you out of your ever loving fucking mind? Yes. Are you literally goddamn stupid? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand. Did those people disrespect you? Did they threaten your mama or wife or child at some point and you figured this was going to be the way to get it? I don't understand. Because not only do I feel like you need to be arrested, I feel like you either need to go to jail or the people in that house need to choose somebody to fight you. No gloves in the street, you know, when all this is over out in front of their property because you need your ass beat. This is, again, nobody has time for these kinds of things, sick or not. And even sickness aside, that's nasty. (laughs) Who the fuck? Why are you coughing on produce? Spitting on packages. Oh my God. Who the fuck raised you, Dustin? That's a good question. I don't have time. It's just, and then on top of that, like, 
you know, if you're somebody like myself, like I got probably two, three packages since this whole thing happened. Mm-hmm. I'm wiping down the cardboard. I'm wiping <laughs> down the project in the cardboard. I'm wearing gloves, opening it. But I'm no, I don't have time for any of this. Mm-hmm. So to see that whole kind of thing, it's like, bitch, do I even want this anymore? Like, I don't even right. know. Everybody is on the edge and literally nobody has time for these kinds of games. Mm-hmm. And it's just so frustrating as like a person like myself. I consider myself to be an empath a bit of one and also just like the way that i just process the world and how it affects yep the world humanity and how they affect like my state of mind when i see shit like this it's like nigga again corona is a bad bitch that hoe ain't playing but like there have been worse plagues and diseases and things like that in terms of like effects on the body right the just you know what i mean the magnitude and the vile effects of it and whatnot it's like girl if it weren't this or it was just anything the fuck else this is what we got to deal with like we can't even just chill at the crib mm-hmm. for a few weeks without you motherfuckers coughing on fucking uh, bell peppers and spitting on people's boxes. <sighs> are you niggas out of your goddamn mind? Like, what the fuck are we doing? We can't... Like, I mean, fuck. Right. It is just so stupid. It's so fucking unnecessary. And girl, like, everybody has to be on some every man for themselves type of shit or feel like that many times because you got dumbasses doing stupid shit out here like this. And like I said before, if you already deal with anxiety out of this world or if you're a fucking germaphobe or you have any kind of things that was just going to set your state of mind into like extremes at this time, you don't have time for this. And it's not fair that because of whatever the fuck is going on in your mind and heart that everybody else got to go 10 times crazier because you decided Mm. to be disgusting. Yes. So once again, if not jail, I feel like The Rock should fight that person <laughs> when this is all said and done. <laughs> or fucking, I don't Something. know. Um, Something. Khabib, what's his face? Um, Public humiliation n- needs to happen. Yes. Shame. Walk them, throw cabbages at this bitch because I'm tired. <laughs> Nobody has time. Yeah. Also, um, I am just so perplexed and disgusted by the amount of you niggas that have needed police intervention to stop y'all from gathering in crowds i don't understand I'm so confused. The poli- there okay, there was a choir in Washington like earlier this month <gasps> yes. that went ahead and had rehearsal anyway. I read 45 of them niggas out of like 60 something got coronavirus, two of them died. Jesus. All kinds of shit like that. I read some other church decided that they wanted to have the doors open as all of this was going on. Karaoke party in the UK got shut down. Police shut down parties in Jersey, Maryland. <laughs> Fucking, I saw a video on the shade room of niggas in Broward County on I-95 mocking the police, running around in their st- in the street Lord. with their cars just wide open and now i'm not surprised you niggas ain't got nothing better to do but at the same time it's like really this is what we're doing even not even far from where i'm at right the fuck now police had to go down to the pier over here on the west side highway because Mm. a navy hospital ship was coming in and they decided to go out there and get it all on the gram and cheer oh my god scream and do all of that stuff like shoulder to shoulder 
And someone had to call. The police were there. Oh, my God. Police were there and not sending them bitches home. Someone had to actually call them, like, and be like, hey, so this isn't (laughs) what Cuomo was talking about. I feel like maybe we should do something about it before police were then, you know, ordered to, like, get the girls to disperse and take their motherfucking asses (sighs) home. Bitch, again, I understand being at home. Mm Mm-hmm. For 24 consecutive hours is just unheard of for a lot of y'all. <laughs> I understand that many of you do happy hour Monday to Friday. And, you know, this is just not something that you're comfortable with. I understand that a lot of the, the Aries community has been like, bitch, sick. let me tell you something. What I'm not going to do is wait till 2021 to celebrate my birthday. We're doing it. A lot of you motherfuckers, listen, you're going to either get sick or get someone else sick. Yep. And not only are you then going to have to deal with that, we're going to have to wait even longer before we may go the fuck out again. Just... Stay at home. Please. Order a puzzle. Get some crayons and a coloring book. Raise your children. Anything new <laughs> that you haven't tried before. And just <laughs> sit still and manage. My nigga, like... <laughs> that Bruce Clementine that they call a president has already talked about how April 30th is the day that he's extending, I think, these national guidelines or whatever the fuck he's pretending to give a shit about. Girl, chill the fuck out. I understand. Literally, this is it's literally inconvenient for just about everybody. Right. So I don't understand especially seeing all of them dumbass white Laguna Beach looking ass children who are out celebrating spring break or whatever, laughing in the face of Rona. And then it's not going to be serious Mm -hmm. until it is your grandma, your grandpappy, your mama, daddy, your auntie, your cousin or son or daughter or whatever the fuck. Then it's like, oh my goodness, here's the GoFundMe link. Listen, nigga, Mm -mm. it's a lot, but it also isn't soups complicated. Stay the fuck at home. Even if you feel well, there are people who aren't showing symptoms or just the fact that you could go and then catch it, spread it to somebody the fuck else is going to spread it to 15 more people before the hour closes. You know what I mean? Just chill. It is so annoying to see people who are just being complete, completely decidedly defiant in these situations knowing how long we already got away and then the fact that we may have to wait even fucking longer the girls have shown you charts the girls have had their red table talk what more do you need to understand (laughs) how this shit works stay the fuck at home so that we can get past this we're already behind in terms of 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 treatment research testing all of the we're literally <laughs> still playing catch all up that, all that shit <laughs> we're still playing catch up and y'all still out here like this is a motherfucking game it's not 
the flu. It's not a cold. And yes, those kill people all of the time, every single year too, whatever the fuck. Follow the rules so that we can just get through this. My word, most people are not having a blast right now. So just get over yourself for a little bit and chill. If you do not need to go out, if you need to go and go get some water, some milk, some eggs or whatever to feed your kids and yourself right. or whatever the fuck, that is, again, something that is essential. That's why grocery stores and places that sell food are still open. Exactly. Because people need to eat. The real essential workers in all this are the people who still have to go to work so that the rest of us don't die. Like the grocery store understand. employees, like the delivery guys. Like, and you still have motherfucking attitudes with them. Like, keep this in mind. Those motherfuckers who work down at the grocery store and places like that are not androids. They're not Captain Planet. These are people that have families, too, have health of their own that they need to be concerned with. And all you're concerned with is getting, you know what I'm saying, whatever your favorite cereal is and having a motherfucking attitude because there's 20 people in the goddamn line and the Rona. Like, what? Right. I, I mean, again, as a huge pessimist, I don't expect much, you know, from anybody, mm-hmm. really. But my God, the basics, try them out. Fuck, because it's already hard. It's only going to be harder the more you just say, fuck the rules. It's not that deep. Yes. It isn't. Now is the time to be patient in line at fucking Whole Foods. Now is the time to think about the severity of the situation and just exercise a little goddamn patience. The problem with America is that we're all so individualistic and the country has made us that way. And so everybody thinks about themselves and is not thinking about the greater good, the community, which I even hate to use the word community, but that's really what it and see, that's part of the damn problem. I don't even like to think of myself as being part of a community, but we are and we need to take care of each other. So like stay home if you can and don't be a dick when you go out. It's not hard. It isn't. And that's really all all that I'm all right. Um I know the girls um have a lot of feelings about Steven Universe. Mm. Um, so I watch I've been watching but I have saved the finale I haven't watched the finale yet I'm saving it for I don't even know what but I don't want it to be over yet um uh, what was the last episode I watched it was after the fight what fight the The fight yeah it was after the fight with Jasper and he was like you taught me something new and then Oh, I smoke too much weed. Oh, I know I've seen my diamonds. Yes. I've seen, okay. I've seen, yes. I've seen like the next few episodes from there, but I've been, okay. I don't want to say goodbye to Steven Universe, so I have not finished it. I finished it today. Oh, Lord. I cried. Oh, God. For a while. Oh, no. All I will say is that Steven Universe is such an important show. I really wish that I had a show like that when I was a young person. Um, A lot of the stuff that they talk about on that show that touched me are stuff that I was kind of aware of, but I'm just so thankful that it's in this form. It's such an entertaining show. It's so beautifully written. Mm-hmm. And I am I also think that it was, it was very wise of them to make... Steven Universe future its own limited series. Yep. Because like the subject matter is a bit different but it's so fucking important and it's so relatable. And like you had to have seen the part the episode though that way when he goes to the the hospital. 
and Connie's mom diagnoses yes, him. Yes, yes. Or, like, sort of tries to diagnose right. him. Like, I'm not going to talk too much about it, but I'm just saying, like, such an amazing show. Rebecca Sugar, y'all did mm-hmm. the fuck out of this series. I am going to miss it so, so much. I, like I said, I was in a puddle of tears. It is so beautiful, so important, and it's literally probably not only one of the best animated series is of all time, mm-hmm. but definitely, in my opinion, pro- opinion, probably one of the best shows, period, yeah, ever. Absolutely. Just because of the way that it's delivered, the things that it talks about, how aware it is of so many different things and, and people and places that we come from. Oh, and the music, that fucking song, I still stuck in my head that song from the fucking episode where they go to the skating rink. And Stevani like shits on all of the girls. I don't know when. <laughs> oh yes. Oh this... god, that was a few seasons ago. That was great. I don't know when. That was a few episodes ago. I don't know when the when the newest batch of songs are going to come out. But I need them <laughs> because that song was Look, yeah. To universe so great flawless flawless show i'll I'll probably watch it before next week just because i don't want to be i don't want somebody to spoil it for me before i have the chance to look at it but like i've had to say goodbye to too many shows i love and i don't want to have to (laughs) i don't want to do it again but you know all good things come to an end thank you rebecca sugar my non-binary king because fuck yes out thank you to the cast so good yes thank you to everybody who works on the show I know they also wanted us to talk about Tiger King. I haven't really watched. Please. I mean, I've only seen the first two episodes of Tiger King Please, so far. Please, I'm so, so I don't tired. Know the full circle of it, but it's just about white crazy people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crazy white people. I mean, I've been tagged nonstop because it takes place in Oklahoma, and people are shocked. And that- Florida. Oh, and so see there now. So. People are like shocked that I haven't been lying about Oklahoma, but <laughs> I actually have heard this story before. This is not my first time hearing the story. It was a long time ago, though, like probably 15 years or so ago. I don't remember mm. exactly, but I've definitely heard this story. So I don't have any interest in watching it on Netflix. This. And yes, white people in Oklahoma are just that crazy. Yes, they do be keeping all kinds of exotic animals and treating them terrible and treating the people around all of the shit. Everything that you saw, every piece of redneck foolishness is all real. So, because it's like, okay, so you have the one nigga in Oklahoma who's gay and has like his whole crew of ex cons and his like tradie husbands and then all of these cats. And then this motherfucker who I don't remember where Doc Antle is, but he's gives, he's like a predator. (laughs) He's kind of like a sexual predator. Oh, shit. Okay. He has like all of these quote-unquote wives slash girlfriends that have been working on his property since they were like in 17 or whatever the fuck and he gets them implants and all kinds of shit like that and whatever the fuck is banging his employees and shit like that and then you got good old carol baskin hey you cool cats and kittens she's down in florida (laughs) with her big cat rescue Mm. and allegedly fed her husband to some tigers and she, you know, reports these other two white people because they abuse their cats and they don't love their cats and their cats need more space. And she's super obsessed with cats, even though she does the exact same thing as the rest of these motherfuckers. Oh, shit. And meanwhile, I'm just looking in the t- at the eyes of these tigers 
And what I see is these cats saying, as soon as I get the chance, I'm mm-hmm. going to uh, As soon as, as I soon do. Yep. As I get the opportunity, I am going to chomp on your ass. Yeah. And that's going to be the end of it. There is one bit where this woman who looks a bit studsly, so I like her. Uh, I think she's like the only woman that has like a little interview piece on Joe's property. She got her arm bitten off during the filming (laughs) at some point. And I was like, oh, girl, why'd it have to be her? She's the one I like. And went right back to work, sitting doing an interview with this amputated arm and things like that and whatnot. And we're just hanging out. And they're just adamant that these cats love them and they've bonded because they've been raising these kittens since they were three weeks old and things of that nature (laughs) and they play with them and (laughs) wrestle with them and shit like that and i'm like those tigers are going to fucking eat soon as they They are tigers Mm -hmm. they don't and i'm thinking about like domestic cats be like one at one minute uh, you know, Tabby will be like, you are my very best friend and I love you ever so much and I'm happy to be here and thank you for feeding me. <laughs> and the next minute they're like, bitch, you come one step closer yes, and I'm going to rip out your throat. Correct. And then I'm going to go and get on the fence, call my homegirl and we're going to laugh about it. So what do you want to do? Because you can die today. <laughs> so That's exactly how cats act. <laughs> I can't imagine that a large lion, tiger, jaguar, bobcat is any different. They're like, let me tell you something, Joe. Today is not the day. So, And I'm going to take your leg yeah. as soon as you come over here, bitch. Just, play with me if you want. If I get one little taste of you, that's the end of you. I need you to know that right now. Because all of them animal people who like come down to your school or they'll do things or like on TV or whatever, they always have the animal that like swipes at them real quick and they'd be like, oh, he's, he's real playful today. You know, he's, is that what is, it is? This is how we are. You know, we're just real playful. <laughs> da, 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 da. No, bitch. I'll be swiping at him That too. was your life. We do it back and forth. Okay. <laughs> okay. Whatever you Bullet just missed. But the next time. <laughs> next time, girl. That is going to be your Adam's apple, bitch. <laughs> keep playing a game like what yeah i don't so, fuck with i don't fuck with wildlife like that and i don't fuck with white oklahoma like that but i'm glad y'all are enjoying the show and i'm glad y'all understand a little bit better where i come from they're like oh we make all this money because everybody wants to the experience of being this close with a tiger and and, no. and cradling a tiger no. cub and getting up close with them. No, I and do I not. And I think that they're beautiful. I think that big cats are gorgeous, gorgeous creatures. I have never in my life Mm-mm. ever, ever nope. wanted to be close Mm-mm. to one of them. That's right. Can't say that I have. So <laughs> shout out to Joe Exotic and his husband and their th- his three teeth are husbands. Mama went down to one of the schools and was doing like a... Like, an anti-drug animal magic show and told them kids don't do drugs because then you lose your teeth and then you won't have any friends and I was like bitch I would have been the student that raised my hands like I have a question Uh, so I heard you say that you do drugs you lose your teeth I've counted among you and your associates here five teeth total so and they say yes <laughs> that's correct in the words of oprah what is the truth um they, this, what's it's actually a caution, going it's on? a cautionary tale oklahoma it either still is or it used to be the meth capital of the united states so I know. <laughs> to say that we have a meth problem is an understatement them motherfuckers are out there meth the fuck out you would hear stories on the news 
once, twice a week about somebody's fucking trailer in the middle of nowhere <laughs> getting blown the fuck up because they was in there cooking that fucking myth. So, like, girl, what? His first husband is sitting in his interview with no shirt on. Oh, God. And approximately. You're going to make me watch this, aren't you? <laughs> it's terrible, but it's like. Oh, my God. It's just white people whining yes, and thinking that they're not doing anything wrong even though they're like all crazy <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I, I i'm sure your time life. could be better served. <laughs> yeah i have a lot you to know. do actually on my animal crossing island we're very busy nowadays we've been expanding oh, yeah. we've been making our i just expanded mine as well yeah the, my house is is getting up there we've got fruit trees everywhere i have every fruit so let me know if you need some and i've been i just have oranges at the moment i've been installing ramps on that bitch all kind of shit so i've been hard at work <laughs> i don't trust tom nook he's a capitalist oh he uh, something wrong with that man demented yeah something wrong with that um, man <laughs> but you know what i'm taking it slowly but surely isabel just came through for me and was like hey, girls, oh yes i love um, isabel be working um i get some cute Blathers. clothes at her shop and the museum, we be hanging out and things of that nature. But I was gagged because this is my first Animal Crossing game. And it, like, it works in real time. Yeah. So whatever, you know, time it is of day is how it is in the game. And a lot of times it'll be like, oh, such and such will be here tomorrow. Or construction of it will be here tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. So I'm like, okay. And I assume that that is just so, like, kids will actually turn the game off. Right. And won't be uh, playing it all night. So I'm like two, three days deep in Animal Crossing, still got my tent and my little whatever as tools. And I look at other people playing and the girls have governors <laughs> and like, <laughs> subways. Yeah. And, and I'm like, what the fuck? How did y'all get this? I told Bitch, myself. wait a minute. <laughs> the game came out the same time for everybody. And I just realized the little things I'm doing wrong. It's very addictive and adorable. Yeah. I told myself I wasn't going time travel, but that went out the window very quick. I get through like three days on the game in one day <laughs> see i don't even know nothing about time traveling yet i just be fishing <laughs> catching wasps and you know what don't even don't even look it up because i'm too deep in I, i'm done joining these different groups about turnips and investing properly and, and changing codes so we can go sell turnips on each other's islands like i'm in way too deep you stay where you are don't come over here to team crazy because yeah. we're doing a lot <laughs> I've been taking it bit by bit. Yeah. Like, as no. soon as the trees stop giving me wood or like the, all the rocks have been hit, I'm like, I guess I'm going to bed, girl. <laughs> like, oh, no, not me. I've been hustling for them miles and now I'm hustling for every upgrade. I need a five star rating, but you haven't got there yet. I'm going to leave it alone. No, I don't even know anything about that either. I have like 15,000 miles. And I probably have about 75,000 bells. You need to use them damn miles to get a nuke ticket and then go to a random island. That's how you get your money. Oh, but see, I do that all of the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I buy them nuke tickets all of the time. Okay, good. Just, you know, it gives you miles like every three seconds. You just be doing minding your business. Yes. Like, hey, here's a new batch of miles. Exactly. The more you do, the more miles they give you. So I took full advantage of that. (laughs) And then when I was done for the day, I just. Lied on about what time it was on my switch and reopened the app and went right back to it. Oh, that's what y'all hoes be doing. (laughs) That explains everything. Yeah, I turned off that sync with the internet shit real quick. I was like, how do you make your character the president? I didn't know that you do that. (laughs) 
<laughs> I still have a tan and just a little fireplace. Oh no, I haven't had a tan in so long. <laughs> and I just I started playing the game actually a few days after everybody else. I didn't even open it at first, and I'm just addicted. So I got it the day it came out. Me too. And locked back on, and the girls have forests, gardens, <laughs> parks. <laughs> All kinds of metro system. I'm like, what am I? I thought it was just day by day. Oh, it like, is, whatever. but you know, we're not doing that. We don't, we have but lots I, of time, so we're playing. I also bounce between a million games at the same time. Oh too, yeah, because that's just how my attention is set up. So it's just I'm this probably about to go <laughs> and breath of the jump wild. back in there and work on my loan payment because. Oh, yes. <laughs> this nigga, the just loans just get bad. bigger and bigger, like ridiculously. Like they're not to scale at all, but. Because he'd be like. He's a crook. You know, this this island actually needs electricity. <laughs> you should help me set it up. Yeah. Of course, that's going to cost you 500000 bills. Right. Bitch, what the fuck? Like, girl, this so is where plan. am I supposed to get all these bells from? How, like, bitch? What the fuck? <laughs> Well, yeah, that's yeah. about it for this episode. Yeah, that is it. Thanks for tuning in to The Read. Check us out at thisistheread.com. We are on social media at thisistheread. And don't forget to check out ThreadUp. They make shopping sustainably so much easier. They're the largest online thrift store with all your favorite brain <laughs> brains. <laughs> they probably got those too. But all your favorite brands yeah. on sale for more for up to 90% off estimated retail price. Get your exclusive offer of 30% off your first order when you go to ThreadUp.com com slash read again t-h-r-e-d-u-p dot com slash r-e-a-d for 30 percent off your first order terms to apply and yeah go check them out anything else uh for you friend before we get out of here nothing else that i have in mind at the moment stay safe everybody stay inside unless you absolutely positively must Mm -hmm. go out meaning you are going to get food or going to care for your health walk your dog other things going to work (laughs) right going to work those kinds of things not you know Mm -mm. sunday brunch right i know y'all miss it but 10 of your friends like the better that we do at this, the quicker that we can get back to you getting drunk off mimosas and bellinis on Sunday. Amen. Probably. Amen. So let's do the right thing. Like Spike Lee. Shut up. <laughs> Let me be quiet. Yes, please. Because it's just too much. It's too much. <laughs> All right, y'all. Shout out to Spike Lee. That's right. Bye. See y'all next week. For 25 years. Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix.